This is Soul Tribe Vibes Podcast, a spiritual podcast where spiritual people discuss spiritual things. This is a safe space for healing, a sacred space that I was led of spirit to create, to speak about, to share the things that I have learned on this beautiful road to healing, on this journey to self-discovery. And I go in an introspection. And the things that I get, I share with you all. In hopes that I can encourage you, that I can lift you up, that I can help you find faith and hope as you do your work and you own your healing. As you transition from victim to victim. I'm here to help you be the best version of you as I become the best version of me. So if you are ready to transcend, I want you to stick around. Go with them with me. So again, this is Soul Tribe Vibes, where the vibes are always high. Buckle up. You have just entered the safe space. Again, this is Soul Tribe Vibes Podcast. For those of you that are new, welcome. I'm so ecstatic, so grateful that you decided to come by here and hear what I had to say. I don't ever take that for granted, but I show much gratitude for each and every one of you. Returning tribe, you already know the vibes. I have missed you all immensely. And I know it has been quite a while since I've been in this space. But that has not been without reason. But despite the reasons, I'm here now. I make no apologies for it because unplugging is necessary. But I will let you know that I've missed you. And I felt you in my time away. There is a lot going on. So first of all, I want to start with gratitude, right? We know that gratitude opens the way for abundance. So as I sit in this moment today, I thought about it all day. And I just inwardly express gratitude for the tears that I have cried in the past over the things that I have now. What am I saying? Simple. My specific example was my daughter. I looked at her today and I just began to reflect and think about when I was 19, when I was 21. And I yearned so desperately for a child. Now, because of divine timing, I was not ready in that moment. I have hindsight. I can see that now. But nevertheless, I cried many tears thinking that I would never come into the space of having a child, having a daughter because of so many different reasons that aren't even important in this moment. Um, But what I do know is the tears that I cried over things that I thought that I would never get, I now have. And I now cry tears of joy and gladness for my manifestation coming to fruition. Even the things that I had lost hope on and I know 
that's an oxymoron when it comes to manifesting because we know we have to have hope, we have to have faith, we have to believe, right? But there were some things I had hoped for for so long that I had to just step away, not knowing if I had lost hope or what I was feeling or what space I was in, right? But what I do know (laughs) is that in divine timing, I have found myself with my heart's desires. Do I have everything that my heart's desire? I do. (laughs) I don't have it right now. You see how I did that? I was about to say something different, but that quick spirit checked me. Do you have it? Yes, I do. I do. I'm just waiting for it to materialize and come to fruition in this realm. But it already belongs to me. It was mine when I got here. And so I'm just trusting spirit to align all of life for me. But I'm grateful. Okay, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. And I hope that you can take this moment to express some gratitude as well. I'll pause. Ah, yes. I know that felt amazing. And now that we've shown gratitude, I want to personally check in with you. How are you feeling mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically? How's your energy? What space are you in? Where have you found yourself? Have you been distracted? Have you been focused? Despite all those things right now, I just want you to be present here with me. Maybe breathe in. Exhale. And bring mind, body, and spirit to this moment. Whenever you're hearing this. I hope that you're okay. And as I often say, if you're not, that's okay. The situation will improve. You will be okay. I believe that. I believe that for you. I just have to comment because the birds are so loud because I am outside. I just had to come outside in nature. And I love the chirping of birds. That is why I love rising. Um. But that is just giving me everything I need right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We know that everything speaks. So you may hear the background. If you like that, that's great. If not, I apologize. I hope you stick around and ride it out with me. (laughs) Nevertheless, like I said, I hope that you're okay. And if you're not, you will be. I absolutely 100% believe that for you. So what's been up? What's going on? I have been away for quite some time. Oh my goodness. It has been a minute. I didn't even know it had been this long. Time flies when you're having fun, right? But I looked up and found myself wanting to record smack dab in the middle of Mercury Retrograde. And I definitely kicked myself for it. We know I move with the flow of the spirit. And I'm just like, Alicia... 
you always want to do things in chaotic timing. Like, what is up? <laughs> but I recorded two days ago the entire episode and Mercury did its thing and terrorized. So, unfortunately, all of my recording did not record. But I'm here and I'm excited because this topic for tonight definitely has to be shared. Okay, it has to be shared. So I hope you're I hope you're thriving in Mercury retrograde. Um, we always know it's how you work the energy. It's what you make it your perception. Okay, not Mercury will do its thing, but again, it's how you handle the energy. Outside of that, happy Taurus season, everybody. Ah, last time I was here, I think it was. Was it Pisces season? I think it was a little... No, I think it was Aquarius season. Wow, Alicia. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was Aquarius season. Um, Happy Taurus season to all the Tauruses out there. Earth sign. Big sign. <laughs> okay. Um, I love Taurus energy. I am connected to a lot of Tauruses. Uh, I have very peculiar friendships with Tauruses. And I say peculiar because... I have very solid connections with Taurus energy, but it's always a solid solid connection and distance. Like we might talk three or four times out the year, but when we talk, it's always hearty. <laughs> it's always grounding, right? Um, I love Taurus energy. Taurus are known for being the foodies of the Zodiac, if you didn't know. I definitely say Pisces are the honorable mentions because <laughs> they both love food. I say equally, okay? But Taurus might give Pisces a run for their money. Um, most Tauruses I know have a green thumb. They're good at planting food, planting plants, you know, um, all that good jazz. It's so funny how life always comes full circle. I just remember growing up and knowing that my Grammy, my granny, Grammy, is a Taurus and she has always been in the accompaniment of plants. She's always had a lot of plants um, since I've been on this earth and still has them now. Happy birthday to my granny slash my mommy. Um, she just turned 87 years young. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Um, she's made such an impact on my life. I love her with everything in me. Make no mistakes about it. That is my heart. Um... So happy birthday to you and to all the other Tauruses out there celebrating this wonderful Taurus season. I don't want to linger a lot because I I have missed y'all. So I could talk about a lot in this moment. But I want us to definitely get the message for tonight. Um, because it was just, I don't know. Y'all know I get excited about everything I share. You know, and um, I hope this helps somebody. So the topic for tonight is light and dark places, right? Light and dark places. And I know that we are all familiar with darkness. But when it comes to darkness, I want to ask you, what's your relationship with it? What is your perception of it? What are your fears around it, if any at all? Um, I know some people have never been afraid of the dark. But as far back as I can remember as an adolescent, 
I was afraid of the dark. I would run to do whatever I had to do very quickly if it was nighttime, if it was dark and I couldn't cut the light on for whatever reason. Wanting to be inconspicuous, so to speak. Um, I would I would just dash because I didn't like darkness. But then as I grew older, I found out that this darkness that I was dashing from as an adolescent life would push me back into that same darkness I was determined to run from. Listen, it might get heavy tonight, I'm telling you. I know I've been away, but I did not come back empty-handed. If you ride with me, I promise you, it'll be worth the ride. So, I found things would push me back into the darkness. Things like absent parents, because both of mine were absent. Um, broken relationships. Any type of interpersonal relationship on any level. Betrayals. Things that I felt like were betrayal. Failures, fears, and the list goes on and on and on and on about how life was continuously pushing me back into the darkness I wanted to steer clear of. I wanted to stay away from. I wasn't comfortable with it. But I kept finding myself right there then as I began to bloom spiritually my acknowledgement of said darkness I then somehow learned to embrace it and in my embracing I would soon find out that although I was able to embrace the darkness I did not know how to find light during dark times. But as I began to dig deep within myself, little did I know that life was getting ready to open up a revelation for me that would literally save me. I'm trying to come in a different way tonight. I am getting lifted <laughs> for those of you that here my lighter because this is something that I really want us to get we have gotten so accustomed to talking about darkness that we say it like it's a light thing like it's an easy thing to maneuver through not real darkness Have you ever been in the dark? I don't know if you'll understand when I say this, but I feel like there's two forms of darkness. There's a darkness where it's dark, but you can still kind of see. I, at least I can. I can still, for some reason, see the images of everything just how it is because it's dark, but it ain't that dark. If that makes sense. And then there's that other realm of darkness where you can't see a thing. I mean, as many would say, pitch black. 
I'm talking about the darkness that lies in the deep of the abyss. Real darkness. What's your relationship with that darkness? I found myself in that darkness. Understanding that it has both its benefit to me and its detriment to me. So what's the benefit? Let's start with the benefit that I found with darkness. I'm an empath, right? I'm a cancer rising. Um, I'm a, a girl who has had mommy and daddy issues. I am a passionate individual. But one thing I know for certain I have always been is a person who feels. Deeply, I always have. Um, some people call it sensitivity. Others may deem it as wearing my heart on my sleeve. Because that is something I heard all of my life. Oh, you wear your heart on your sleeve. You wear your heart on your sleeve. I do. You're absolutely right. I wear it on my sleeve. I wear it on my pants. I wear it on my shirt. Because I am love. I am my heart. My fullness. And I wanted to shy away from that. Because it seemed to be an issue or a burden. <clears throat> five 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 on the timer it seems to be an issue on Burton when I was growing up however in my time of growing I learned to embrace those things about me that number one were rejected number two that I didn't even understand but as I began to go within things began to open up I know I probably say that each and every time we come back into this space. I want you to know that I'm not going to stop stressing that. You have to. It's non-negotiable. If you want to be your very best self, your healed self, your authentic self, your free self, walking in your truth, you got to go within So, as an empath, as a feeler, <clears throat> oftentimes I found myself invalidating my emotions because I can feel the emotions of others so strongly. And I am a person that being empathic picking up those emotions that's not something that I can ignore or forget about or pretend it doesn't exist um which is why anybody that is empathic or energy reader or pick up energy or anything like that you know the importance of decompressing you know the importance of release I had not come into that yet because we know as children, sometimes we're gifted and again, sensitivity, hard on the sleeve. We don't understand the sensitivity or the hard on the sleeve or what we deem as an issue that is really a gift. Side note, go back and harness and, and, and nurture and love on your inner child so that those things about you that you disregarded or thought were um, bad things 
there's some beauty there. There's some treasures there. There's some gifting and purpose there that you don't even know about because those things weren't cultivated in you. Those things weren't nurtured in you. And so they became an offense to you because they were the things that people pinpointed or picked on you about. I went from being a child that wore her heart on her sleeve and people saw me cry all the time to being an adult and having a lot of people say, I never see you cry. Not that I locked away my tears because, oh, trust me, when they want to flow, they flow. That's the one thing. I cannot hold back my emotion. I can't. My emotion, it just flows like a river because it's constant, right? But getting back to the point, being empathic, you have to, to, to release all of that energy. And so darkness became beneficial to me. Because it was the only place I knew how to feel for myself without feeling for someone else first. It was the only place I knew how to feel for me selfishly. Because outside of the darkness, all I knew was I had emotions, but I felt like everybody else's emotions were worse than mine. Or more detrimental or worse situation when I can hear the situation knowing all that I know, but regardless of that, because I don't compare pain, I just put other people's emotions ahead of mine. And sometimes the, the situation calls for that, but it never calls for you to never honor your own emotions, your own feelings. Side note, when you enter into healthy connections and healthy spaces, people welcome you speaking your truth. They welcome you being free. When you don't have the freedom to do so, check the connection. So, the detriment. What was the detriment of the darkness? That was easy. Escapism. Wanting to get away from everything. Going back to the darkness can become torment depending on what the darkness brings to you. What am I saying? I'm going to try to explain this the best that I can. If you've never been in this space, you may not be able to relate. And it is not a space that I will welcome you to or call you to, so to speak. But it's a space that I know is real. And I know that many have visited this space. And so I just want to reiterate that this is a safe space. And there is never any judgment passed in this space. Because we all can relate to the depth of pain that each and every one of us has experienced. So when I talk about the darkness and when I talk about the detriment, when I talk about escapism and when I talk about the torment, I 
many of us on our path, on our journey, we have been dealt cards that have given us grief, right? That have ended up in pain, heartache, right? When you've been hurt over and over and over and over again, that's like burning your finger in the same spot over and over and over again. What happens? It becomes callous or it becomes numb. Numbness is a real space that a lot of people are currently in, have found themselves in, are right there on the brink of moving into. And I want to catch you. Numbness. Avoidance. Escapism. Refusing to feel because of how it feels. Numbing the pain. We know numbness oftentimes leads to addiction. Because numbness sometimes we're off. And now... I need something else quick, fast, and in a hurry to get me out of this space because I don't want to feel a thing right now. So some people, when they've gone through a season of numbness and they're trying to feel but they can't, they return to the darkness to feel pain. Because just feeling something can be a reminder to them that, hey, I'm still alive. I still have a pulse. And so they escape to the pain, to the heartache, to those dark places just to feel something. If you know anything about people who have cut or any self-inflicting harm, it is to feel something or it is to punish themselves for not feeling worth worthy because the darkness gets real. We have to be conscious and cognizant of that. That is when it becomes detrimental. Spirit opened up to me how Yes, we have been through painful things, but oftentimes some of us have made a memorial of our pain and we go and we revisit and we bring flowers and we do all of these things and we keep rehearsing and we keep rehearsing and we keep replaying these hard situations, destroying all that is left Sometimes we can't have a memorial set up. There needs to be cremation to get rid of those ashes. But even still, how about we exchange the memorial, the cremation for a medal? Because I wouldn't dare invalidate all that you've been through and tell you to forget it. I can't do that. It made you. But what I am saying is don't get stuck in it where nobody can identify you outside of pain. Side note, pain cannot be your identity. 
It cannot be all that you cling to. You deserve and the world deserves the you beyond the hard stuff you've been through. Beyond the pain, beyond the difficult moments. You deserve to show up and show the world what that pain made of you. That it did not break you. That you can still love. That you can still live. That you can still laugh and be genuinely happy from the innermost part of your being. Despite what you went through. Because sometimes it's the end of that, but it's never the end of you. It's never the end of you. So, we cannot continue to escape to darkness because we want to feel pain. It is very, very detrimental to us. And I understand the journey. I understand the search. I do. Because if you're anything like me, I search for some consistent light. Right? We know what it is to have the lights cut on. But sometimes we're asking, why do they always have to go off? Right? But somewhere along life's journey... I became accustomed to lights being turned off or burnt out. And then all that remained was darkness. For a while, it was the only thing I knew for sure would show up for me. Was darkness. Not understanding his connection to me. Of course I wanted to flee. But deep down I knew that even in my trying to run from it. And life pushing me back into it. Me escaping it. That once again it would be staring at me. Dead in the face. Emotionless. And silent. Or so I thought. As I learned to go within, I found that life was teaching me that all external light sources burn out. I want to spend some time right there. Life was teaching me that all external light sources burn out. Light bulbs have to be changed. They do not last forever. And so in my search for some consistent light, because even though I was no longer afraid of the dark, I was not doing backflips when it showed up. Again, the emotionlessness, the darkness, I didn't want to keep seeing it. I didn't want to keep... Having to experience it. What wasn't I getting? What was I missing? (laughs) All external light sources burn out. To think that we can have a life without darkness is deception. Deception.
Eniari had a song, and in that song she said, A life without pain is a wolf in sheep's clothes. Pain is a part of the game. Fight. The darkness. But again, what life was showing me is that I had to figure out how to see my light in darkness. To number one, understand that the light that I was searching for and the consistency all lie within me. I wasn't waiting on anyone or anything to screw in that light bulb or flip the switch for me. That was an inside job, literally. <laughs> I said that was an inside job, literally. As scary as it is sometimes to sit with the truth of self, you have to. Side note, how can we accept others to accept the truth? We haven't accepted ourselves. How do we want to be accepted by others when we haven't accepted ourselves because we don't know ourselves? Because we're afraid to see ourselves and know thyself. I know me. And that's shadow and light. I know me. I know where I've grown. And I know where I still need to grow. I understood that that darkness was showing me that that light I was searching for was me. <laughs> I dare you to affirm to yourself right now that I am the light that I need. I am the light that allows me to see. I am the light that I need. I am the light that allows me to see. It is important to understand that the light is you because like I just said, darkness is going to come to you. And when it comes, those external light sources will flicker. They will falter. They will burn out on you. And sometimes spirit, life, the universe, God allows them to burn out. So that you can find that the consistent light is you. Because as long as you have external, as long as you have external light sources, you will never look at the light within. You will never. When I say external light sources, what am I saying? Friends, family, partners, children, siblings, I don't care. Jobs, business partners, all of those lights will burn out. All of those lights will disappoint. All of those lights will fall short and we show grace because we're human and we fall short and we disappointed as well. But when it comes to the journey of self and pulling yourself out of the darkness, that is a task that is too important to leave it into the hands of another man or woman. Not when it comes to you. You are the master and the alchemist over your power. You have to be the source 
to ignite your fire. Because as long as the fire is attached to someone else, it will always flicker and have the ability to burn out. Malicious or non-malicious. But as long as you, in your journey to self, find out how to find the light within you and keep it burning, baby, you're limitless. Fearless. What could be impossible for you? Because like we said, we know that the darkness will come. But you, dear heart, you will not be moved. Something else very profound that Spirit said to me. Spirit said that what you have to understand about the darkness is that we fear it because we don't understand it. We don't sit in it long enough in the benefit space to hear what it's speaking to us because we're maneuvering and we're guiding the darkness because we're taking over with our thoughts when the darkness is trying to speak saying that this is the only place I can get your attention this is the only place that you will hear me sometimes we have to be careful of the things we pray for the levels and the ascensions that we're going after. Everything don't come with ease. I wish it did. Oh, I promise you I wish it did. But it does not. But that's for your benefit, baby. That's for your making. You hear me? No carbon copy. One of a kind, original, authentic. You. One thing spirit taught me about the darkness and what I had to realize about its significance and what it uh, could mean and what it does mean. Darkness always precedes creation. What do you mean? Easy. For those of you that are biblical, in the beginning, the earth was dark and void, right? There was nothing. And then something was able to be spoken and manifested. Photographs, if you're a photographer, where are they developed? In a dark room. Because if they're exposed to light too soon, they're ruined. Because we're made in darkness. I know, I know everybody wants to be trending and go viral and be seen and be well known and that's good I have those aspirations in some ways trendy never that in some ways I desire to to have a platform to be the change that I want to see and influence change for those connected to me it's a different energy but nevertheless <laughs> That darkness is where you're made before you're ready for the exposure. I've seen it done now, going on now, where people are not able to sustain in the light because they didn't sit down long enough to be made because they were afraid of the darkness. It's not about ego. It's about spirit. The list goes on and on and on for things that are developed in darkness and what darkness can signify. 
Darkness will show up, but ultimately we must allow it to teach us. I found the light in darkness. That light was absolutely me. Oftentimes we become so accustomed to these external lights that we forget external light has a source to which it is connected to. For example, if we go into the house and we cut on a light switch, the light will cut on. But if JEA has not been paid, then we can flip that switch up and down all we like. There will still be no source of light because external, external lights do burn out. They do falter and they do fail. Okay, I use these metaphors to help you realize that your internal light is your power. Okay, it is your way to maneuver through life's darkest, toughest moments. If you glean from the wisdom and power it holds from you, it'll teach you. I promise you, it'll teach you. So on your personal journey, if you do find yourself in darkness and that darkness is consuming you, Remember the words spoken here in this safe space. May they bring peace and life to your soul. And that was episode 44, Light in Dark Places. Listen, I really, really, really really enjoyed that and i really 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 missed you all thank you if you made it to this portion of the episode for listening to the whole thing and rocking with me i love you all so much you have no idea what this space does for me what it means to me it means the world to me i promise you it does and each and every person i say it and i'm going to keep saying it spirit knows i show gratitude for you guys so much and I really send you good energy. I really want the best for you. So if at any point in time, I'm not saying I'm superwoman and I have all the answers. But if you ever find yourself in darkness or alone or somebody to talk to or you want me to send up an incantation, a prayer, some good energy, whatever you want to call it, baby. I'm here. It's the charge that I've been given. I'm not your average spiritualist. I am not. But I'm a spiritualist in my own right. I know the power I possess. And I know you know it too. That's why you come here and you trust the voice that spirit has given me. And how spirit speaks to me. Thank you. So, of course, I want to connect with you. It's time for my shameless plugs. I am present on social media. You can follow me on Facebook just at my name, Alicia, A-L-I-S-H-A. Last name Griffith, G-R-I-F-F-I-T-H. I am also present on TikTok as well as Instagram. My handles there are both the same. Sacred underscore truth underscore seeker. Again, that's sacred underscore truth underscore seeker. Yes, yes, I have changed the name. I have gone and I'm going through such a transformation. The energy is very transformative. So I know you all too, but my spirit has been in such ascension that I have had to ground because the energy has been a little overwhelming for me, but I welcome it. Um, so I will be starting another podcast as well um, for incantations, prayers, and things like that. Um, so be on the lookout for that. It is strictly for prayers. Um, so if that is something that you're interested in, definitely follow me on my socials and I will be posting more about it there. 
I am following the leading of the spirit in this season and every season to come and getting everything that is rightfully mine by not doing a whole lot but coming into alignment. All I have to do is align and trust the path and it is going to line up and fall right in place. You got to know that. You got to trust that. You have to believe it. I had such a powerful message on that last episode that Mercury took from me, but I am going to find a way to keep it together um, because that was the only thing that did not get chopped up because it was a message straight from the divine. So I am going to find a way to get that for you guys and maybe do like a bonus episode to put that out there so you can uh, listen to it if you're interested. Thank you for all the love and support. I do not take it for granted. Um, still going to get on YouTube. Like I said, life has been life and I make no apologies, but I know what I need to do right now. Um, and I hope that you know what you need to do too. Don't be fearful. Okay. Fear is an illusion. It's just to keep you stagnant. It's just to rob you. And it's just to hold up and waste time. Work through your fears and overcome them. And go for everything you know it belongs to you. I love you guys. Until next time, love who loves you. Pray for those who don't. Pity those who won't. Is that well? Wow.